3: find try this from the washington post wherever you listen
5: this is the green zone in the
6: nfl this is the green zone with dave ross and Wes reynolds on vsn the sports betting network
2: back here in the green zone presented by betmgm Wes reynolds dave ross carrying you through the afternoon wave of games and we're seeing the raiders right now trying to take the lead Against the and Fish, 14-12 to 12 right now, about eight minutes ago in that third quarter. That drive might be stalling. We'll get some updates there. Earlier in the day, in the early wave of action, the Chiefs not only lost the game, potentially a, a scary situation after the game, Wes. What do you have for us on that?
6: Yeah, and Andy Reid was taken, uh, Chiefs head coach, was taken by ambulance to a local hospital following the game. Said he was in good spirits, just precautionary, but it was Dave Taub, the longtime special teams coordinator for the Chiefs, that did the post-game presser. So, just to kind of put that out there, I believe James Palmer of the NFL Network had this first, the Chiefs correspondent. So, Andy Reid was taken to a hospital, seemingly okay, no update to the negative or to the contrary here, but... Just to uh, kind of put a cap we were talking about the Chiefs and a rough start here, and not only on but off the field, one and two to start the season.
2: We hope Coach Reed is just going to be okay and get back there, be fine, Coach, be healthy. Uh, it's always good to see you on the sidelines. Boy, if there's one coach you don't think that looks stressed, it's Andy Reed. He always seems like a jovial mm-hmm. sword, so we're hoping he's going to be back out there for the Chiefs. But again, rough start, one and two. That division getting very interesting if the Raiders were able to complete this comeback. It's about midway through the third quarter, but let's go back out to Amber Dixon because Amber, who is live for us out at South Point Studios, uh, Amber, it looks like they've really turned this whole game around, and it looks like they might have just got in to take the lead.
4: Oh, right now I see that they're on third and nine for the Miami 12, and Derek Carr hits Hunter Renfro, and yes, he is into the end zone for the six points, so Raiders on top now. It is going to be... 18, 14, and then we've got the uh, extra point coming. So, yeah, starting to turn things around. I also wanted to let you know that uh, one of the prop bets did cash over, and that was for Henry Ruggs receiving yards. It was only 39 and a half for the entire game but uh, 62 yards receiving so far. Well,
6: we know he has the speed. Now he's got the hands to go along with it because he was kind of just dismissed a little bit. It's like, oh, he's just a speed guy. He's a guy who can run really fast, but he's made a couple really incredible catches during this game. So now the Raiders, extra point, by the way, is good. 19 to 14, eight minutes left to go in the third quarter. Raiders are now minus five and a half, 49 and a half at BetMGM.
2: 19 unanswered for the silver and black. And again, and, and Wes, you've really done a good job, too, and Amber as well, really reading between the lines of this game. This actually has been a game dominated by the Raiders, but they fell behind 14-0. You thought, oh, here they go, the old Raiders are back. No, no, no. this is the, the point, and this is why this is my heart play today. Just win, baby. If you get this win today and you go to 3-0, and now they're up 5 here in the third quarter, midway through, we'll see if they can hold on to it. But it changes the whole complexion of how you view the Raiders going forward in the AFC West because mm-hmm. the Chiefs are 1-2. and two. Chargers look good right now at 2-1. Broncos right now potentially gonna go to 3-0. Oh. They're up 20 to nothing. We'll, we'll check in with Eric Edholm here in a little bit, but they're just sitting all over the Jets here, 20 zip, midway through the third quarter. This division could be wild. In the AFC West, yeah,
6: absolutely, not going to be a cakewalk for the Kansas City Chiefs. And now, uh, the the Dolphins, if they want to stay in the game, they have not had a drive really going up and down the field. So now, with no time like the present, if you're a Dolphins backer,
2: let's go back out to Eric at home watching the Jets and the Broncos. And Eric, again, sorry, you're watching the Jets play some really bad football. But conversely, Vic Fangio in this defense is this a product of the the, the teams they've played early in the year? Are we buying in that this is an elite-level unit?
7: Yeah, I'm watching it so you guys don't have to at home. You can thank (laughs) me later for that. 67 yards for the Jets, six first downs. You know, they start moving a little bit on this drive. Zach Wilson takes a sack. Then Michael Carter hit with a seven-yard loss. It's been kind of the story of the day. So, you know, I want to say this is a young Jets offense that's still finding its way. But we've got to give credit to Vic Fangio and the defense. I think coming into the year... Most people I spoke to around the league had a high level of appreciation for the talent that Denver had put together. The big question was quarterback, right? Was it Drew Locke? Was it Teddy Bridgewater? Teddy has stepped in and done a pretty nice job. They added a field goal in the uh, opening drive of the the second half. Excuse me. It is now 20 to nothing. Jets trying to put something together right now. Wilson just hit a pass, but again, it's going to be third and long. Feels like they've been swimming upstream all day, guys. Still yet to hit the 100-yard mark offensively. Just under seven minutes remaining in the third quarter. A lot of work to do. But if you bet Denver, you're going to be catching some points. Minus 22 and a half. Ooh. And uh, the assumption is, you know, I don't know how much more they can put up. Jets have tightened up a little bit at least.
6: Zach Wilson, by the way, has been sacked four times Ooh. already. Just kind of running for his life here. So it's not getting any better. And we know Vic Fangio, longtime defensive coordinator, now head coach in Denver, He's tough on rookie quarterbacks, and he's being tough on another one this afternoon.
2: Eric, if you are still there, to that end, Wes, because I I look at Vic Fangio in a macro sense here, Eric, and you kind of felt like, oh, he's the old guy coming in from Chicago, and you're kind of waiting for him to get fired, right? Well, he's not going anywhere, and to your point about finding his quarterback and building a defense there, rebuilding a defense, it's good when you have Von Miller to start that rebuilding process, right? But what type of job do you think he's doing with this football team? Again, we assume they're going to go to 3-0 and today. And I know people will look at the schedule and say it's just because of who they have played. Is he really building something here? And I know a lot of people thought he was just going to be the guy until they get to the next guy.
7: Yeah, he certainly found himself pretty high on those lists in the offseason. First head coach to get fired or, or you know, possibly to get fired at the end of the season, that sort of thing and they've done a great job to this point they've scored 20 or more points in every single game so far they've only allowed 26 points in in parts of three games to this point but we're going to find out a lot more about this team over the next month or so guys they've got three divisional games in the next four baltimore pittsburgh mixed in with a raiders game in there and then cleveland as well uh two of those four on the road as well so the schedule kind of takes a, a little bit of a right turn here and we'll see if this is the 3-0 and Broncos or if they come down to earth a little bit here.
2: All right, let's keep an eye on them. But so far, looking really good. The My High City today, up 20 to nothing. I know we're going to get Frank canrahan back on the line here because we just had a whoop. You know, Deshaun Jackson still can run. Mm-hmm. He still has speed. And I was sh-
6: just about to say that. I was like, he can still get open down the field. Right,
2: and he just did. And Again, Matty Stafford missed him in the first half. Frank, he did not miss him here to open up the third quarter.
8: No, uh, big touchdown reception to start things off. Stafford to Deshaun Jackson, uh, now 27 advantage uh, LA Rams. And Deshaun's still doing that, uh, you know, two or three yards out from the end zone. He still likes to bait the defenders. Why? Just, just the end zone, friend. Uh, but yeah, big throw. And we talked about Stafford heating up late in the second quarter. Uh, and that was a big throw, big catch. Not exactly sure how many yards, but it was it was long. It was a long reception as Deshaun Jackson breaks loose. I mean, when when Stafford did that little hitch, you knew that he was going to try to go long, and he found Jackson wide open. So uh, the Rams now with a two score lead, and said the points are starting to come as Stafford is looking awfully sharp. Seventy
6: five yards, by the way, Ooh. on that touchdown. Now Rams twenty one to seven, minus eight and a half at BetMGM, and we talked about the total. Are the, are the points going to come now 55-and-a-half? That's basically kind of around where it closed for the full
2: game. And there, again, and to Frank's point and Wes, to your point, it was Zippo after one. You thought, all right, the over is dead in the water, but that's why we kept telling you this is where in-game betting, you can make some money there if you're really astute, and the observation was by Frank, not running the ball. They're going to air it out. Tom Brady's not done for the day here, kids. So 21-7 to 7 right now, that over pre-flop, if you had it, you, you might have to sweat it out a little bit, but that thing certainly is in play right now. And certainly if you got it in-game, you're feeling pretty good about that as you expect the Buccaneers to try to uh, match score for score here. Matty Stafford getting it on, on the board here one minute into the third quarter. It, just like that, bam, 21-7 Rams.
6: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Tampa Bay up against it a little bit here, and the Rams were just a, a point and a half. And uh, Actually, the Rams were quite popular in the contest, yep. which kind of surprised me. I thought Tampa Bay... Super Bowl champion just laying one and a half on the road, but they didn't take the bait, and so far, uh, rightfully so, Rams 21-7 just a minute into the second half.
2: The Dolphins now have just, I believe, crossed midfield against the Raiders, second and 10 there, about six minutes to go. This has been a wild game just from the terms of in-game betting because, again, Miami, they're catching three and a half uh, in most books here. That's where close closed here at BetMGM, and it looked great. You're up 14-0 before you could bat an eye, and then all of a sudden the Raiders with 19 unanswered points here. The Dolphins trying to get their offense The going. Raiders
6: do what they do, though, and that gets penal- that's getting a penalty at an inopportune time there. It was third and eight. It was a seven-yard pass per set The Waddle, but Perryman gets an unnecessary roughness penalty, so that continues to drive wow. for Miami, but now Miami yet faces another third down. Just have not really been get- able to get consistency on offense. Only 4.2 yards a play, so now another third and medium for the Dolphins.
2: Okay, right now, in the- I mean right now, Rams 11-1 to win the Super Bowl. With the way things are going right now, Wes, would you advise people that if you're a Rams supporter, this is probably the best number you might get?
6: It probably is, and I'm on a better number. I did take 14. Not that much better in the summer, but look, this was a Rams team I was buying into. I think Sean McVay has learned. Everybody remembers that Super Bowl where kind of the hoodie got the better of him, but he gets the better out of pretty much everybody almost in the Super Bowl, so... You know, I thought the Rams—they're going for it right now. Getting Matthew Stafford. This is a—we're trying to win right now or next year, not three to five years from now. We're going for it right now. So, yeah, the Rams were the team. The Rams and the Bills were my Super Bowl pick to start to see.
2: I like your Super Bowl picks. And again, at eleven to one, we don't know if this lead's going to hold. But if it does hold, I assume those numbers come down. So again, in game right now, you can still get at 11 to one right now for the L.A. Rams. They have a twenty-one to seven lead on the defending. You gotta rating. think that's gonna be about
6: eight to one that's if this thinking. result holds. Yeah,
2: exactly. Especially if it's an impressive fashion right now of 14 points. Uh the Vikings right now about 10 minutes ago in the third quarter holding on to a four-point lead uh over Seattle. They have the ball right now with KC eight. And uh it looks like the Raiders did hold. So the the Dolphins doing absolutely nothing offensively here. As you mentioned, that first down was aided by a penalty. Yeah. They're gonna have to punt it back to the silver and black. So the Raiders feel like are taking command of this football game 19-14 to 14 right now with about five minutes to go. Uh, next hour, we're going to have the good doctor um, Terrell Julian is going to join us. A lot of injuries around the National Football League. We'll get that update. But when you come back with us, with us more scores and updates. Come on back. It's in the Sports Betting Network.
1: at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the I Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what do you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or
3: download from the app and Google Play stores today all you can stream with Zumo play hey this is Christina Quinn I'm the host of try this the Washington Post's new series of audio courses the idea behind try this is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours in our first course we learned how to sleep better now we're gonna learn how to make our friendships stronger I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen.
2: Is now available 24-7 on the YouTube TV Sports Plus package. Sign up today at TV.youtube.com to start your free trial. Remember, you can also watch us 24-7 on Fubo TV, Sling and Xfinity X1. Visit VCN.com to find all the ways to watch and listen to Vison Wes Reynolds, Dave Ross. It is the green zone, and we got some uh, got some points on the board in Minnesota. It's a field goal now, but boy, this game is really flipped. It was 17-7 Seattle. And all of a sudden now 17 unanswered for
6: the purple guys 24-17. Before we go to tank on that game by the way, I'm looking up at the Bucks and the Rams. Rob Gronkowski took a massive hit. Oh he boy. is still down on the field, so still trying to get that update. He is being attended to. That has now gone to commercial break, so we'll get you updated on that when we get the particulars. Looks like he got hit right in the ribs.
2: And by the way, led the league in touchdowns with four receiving touchdowns coming into week 3 here. So, before people think oh, it's not that big a deal. Gronk has been a very valuable and a key contact. Yes, I know we got
6: on him for the drop earlier. We mentioned it, not really getting on him, and then of course having to block Aaron Donald, but that's mm, just a mismatch. Boy. That's not his fault. But we'll see oh. when we come back uh uh how the injury is to Gronk, but he was down on the field right before they went to break.
2: Did not look good. That was a shot to the ribs there. Uh right now, let's go back out to Tank Williams watching the Seahawks and Vikings game. And as I mentioned, Tank, this game is really flipped here. Russ was cooking early. But here comes KC8, and that offense right now, they really got it humming against that Seattle D.
9: I mean, it's really funny because if you look at the way that the momentum has changed in this game, it kind of reminds you of last week where Seattle gets out to this fast Mm -hmm. start, but now Minnesota's, like, slowly grinding back, and what you can see is that Zimmer is still leaning on the run game. It's similar to, like, Mike Vrabel last week saying that we were down, you know, a couple touchdowns, we're going to lean on King Henry and try to get back in this game, but in this standpoint – Kirk Cousins and those guys are up, and they're saying, hey, Alexander Madison has been good in the run game. We're going to continue to feed him, use the play-action pass, and they've been successful with it. And I would say that even though they would have liked to come away with seven, they have to feel pretty good about the kick of being able to go ahead and nail one at this point in the game because they're going to probably have to lean on him here later. And so, you know, get some of that confidence. So if it comes down at crunch time, hopefully they can get a game-winning field goal or maybe even not come to that point.
2: Well, Tank, to your point about the running game uh, with Mike Zimmer there, how impressed are you that without Dalvin Cook, they didn't abandon the run? To your point, Tennessee didn't do it a week ago with King Henry. It, it paid dividends. They came back, got that overtime win. To be able to do this without arguably you know, a top three running back, we could say, in the NFL in yeah. Dalvin Cook, how impressed are you that they stuck to the formula and so far it's working?
9: I mean, that's the thing like alexander madison he is in dalvin cook but at the same time he's no slouch either like i mean if you understand the kind of running that derrick henry is i mean he's definitely fast but he's not like quick and jittery like a dalvin cook yet he was still able to find some success in the run game in minnesota i mean they have some really good you know run techniques that they've been able to establish over the years and that they're very successful with that so alexander madison knows how to find the lanes i mean he's shown great vision Throughout this early part of the game, and the line has done a really good job of opening up holes for them. And I believe what also helps them, too, is that flash and pass game. I mean, the tight ends have been effective, so the linebackers can't really suck in on the run like that. I believe everything is working in Minnesota's favor offensively, at least early right now. They just have to be able to put it together and put it in the end zone and score touchdowns. Because we know it's only a matter of time before Russ and those guys begin to heat up. Like I, I feel like the first couple games of this season were Tyler Lockett games. The way this one was trending early on, it looked like it was going to be a DK Metcalf game. I wouldn't be surprised to see him have a big play coming up on this drive.
6: And right now, uh, Minnesota 24-17, seven minutes left to go in the third quarter. Vikings minus 3.5 plus $1. 10, 61 and a $1.10, half the current in-game total. Vikings minus $2 plus one sixty for the Seahawks.
2: Uh, you know, you mentioned the injury to Rob Gronkowski. So what does Tom Terrific and the Buccaneers do? They go to the backup, Cameron Brake. They just had a screen, uh, and they get down to it looks like about the two-yard line. So again, boy, Frank Handerhan's been all over it. We'll, we'll get to Frank back up here in a second. But just the tone and tenor of this game that you feel like once the points start, mm-hmm. they're not going to stop. Gronkowski's going. He's headed right now. It looks like into the tunnel and going back maybe for a look with the X-ray machine. But uh, Frank, it looks like the Bucks just responded as we expected Brady to do. No surprise by you, are you?
8: No, uh, we we expected this one to be a, a, you know a coin flip, and the Bucks. Yeah, I think they just got on the board again. So now 21-13, as uh, Tom Brady just sends them down on the on a nice drive to get them back within a touchdown. It looks like. And this is what we sort of uh, expected, two high-quality, top-tier quarterbacks. Obviously, Brady's up here. Stafford's trying to uh, create a new uh, legacy there in Los Angeles. He's looking very good, but Brady, <laughs> obviously never out of this. You know, the one thing that was crazy, guys, is the fact that the Bucks haven't lost since, like, last November. Hmm. So this is a uh, championship team. Obviously, they got the DNA. that the Super Bowl champs. This will come down to the final possession. And as discussed, the- 25 it was there for a reason and now the points have come after what that scoreless first quarter so yeah tom brady's looking good as he responds they were down two touchdowns but now only down 21 14.
6: yeah and to frank's point remember when this team was seven and five last year <laughs> yeah. and it's like you know what they're not bad but they're kind of pedestrian and then they win their last four games and obviously we start in starting a wild card weekend win four in a row and end up winning the super bowl so now 21 to 14 Rams still favorite, minus four and a half, 59 and a half the current in game total, minus $2 on the Rams money line, plus sixty if you like Tampa Bay.
2: You know what really impressed me, obviously, in the Super Bowl win last year was that Tom Brady took, th- and I say Tom Brady, took three guys that were off the street out of the game of football. Rob mm-hmm. Gronkowski was retired, Antonio Brown, all kinds of issues, and gets him to come down to Tampa Bay, and Leonard Fournette. Now, we know Antonio Brown didn't play today, we know Gronk is out. Uh, right now in this game, we'll find out if he can come back, but it looks like uh, that's a dicey proposition at best. But then I saw Fournette out catching passes here on this touchdown drive to get back into this game mm-hmm. in 21-14. Brady j- and then Cameron Bright. he'll utilize yes. whatever skill that you might have. And Fournette, you don't think of him out of the backfield, but he's actually been a pretty good weapon for Brady when he can hold on to the football.
6: Yeah, and also you do have a good offensive mind in Bruce Arians, Byron which the offensive coordinator. So yes. look, the system's been working, and Tom Brady, by the way, quarterback sneak for that touchdown. Have, where have we seen that before? Yeah. And why do more teams not run that quarterback sneak? I think teams get too cute when they do that. You know, shotgun snap, handoff, and you know everybody wants to do zone read. Sometimes you just get under center and you just drive it up the center's booty here and into the end zone. <laughs> you know,
2: it's funny because I've always been anti quarterback sneak and but but your point is well taken Brady is really good at it yeah there are some quarterbacks that just aren't good at it right right so depending on your guy is the way I look at the quarterback sneak because to yeah. me I always think if if it's for a first down, I always kind of like, you know, fullback lead or mm-hmm. maybe a bigger guy to get that. But mm-hmm. around the goal line, I think you're right. And Brady always has a a, a hunch to it's get that done. It's the
6: easiest one yard in football, and he just knows what to do. And look, Tom Brady, not known as a runner, no. but he knows, you know, to use that big frame and knows where to go and just has such a good vision. And, you know, he's been doing it for forever.
2: He has been doing it forever. And, again, I keep saying this, in the MVP odds right now uh, to win MVP, is at plus 700, bet MGM. I, I just I love his opportunity here. Remember, Pat Mahomes with what we saw today was plus six hundred coming in. Kyler Murray now they got the win and he was mm-hmm. the favorite coming into today at plus five hundred. Matty Stafford is next on the board, so he's at at eleven and one. So you're looking at this head-to-head matchup between Brady and Stafford here. To me, if I were to bet any of these top favorites, it's Brady. It's still Tom Brady for me because again, there's so many records he's going to set naturally just by where he is in his career, that that I think if the Buccaneers make this comeback, potentially, Mm -hmm. that's going to take away the Stafford MVP line, because if you go to the end of the year, you go, yeah, yeah, well, Brady came back, in LA and beat Matt Stafford, how can I give it to Stafford over Brady if the numbers are close?
6: Right. And to update those numbers, five to one on Kyler Murray, seven to one on Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes fifteen to two, Josh Allen, don't forget about him nine to one, Matthew Stafford eleven to one, Aaron Rodgers, fourteen to one, Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson at sixteen, and then everybody else twenty or above.
2: Derek Carr's twenty to one.
6: Twenty-five.
2: I, Twenty-five to one. So, again, we'll see if this lead holds. They're now in the fourth quarter, by the way, in Las Vegas here. 1914, the Raiders with that lead.
6: Ever since they ran that screen to Waddle where they gave up that deuce on the changed safety, the whole it absolutely has changed the whole complexion of the game. And Miami just has done nothing ever since.
2: Yeah, and that's the thing. You look at last week with Miami getting shut out at home, and I know that's the two-a-game where he gets hurt, right? And then you go to Jacoby Brissett and really nothing happens offensively. You get shut out 35 nothing. And then you go on the road this week, and let's be honest about that. They've had one drive. It was a thirty-nine yard drive mm-hmm. after John Gruden for what I inexplicably chose to go for it on fourth down in his own end down seven nothing. And that led to the quick 14 nothing lead by the fighting fish. There's been no fight with them offensively now for two weeks.
6: Yeah, absolutely. And now Ken and Drake, looks like he's going to be down at the one-yard line here, reach the ball over the over the line, but I think he's going to be we'll ruled down. So down, yeah. Miami's going to have, or rather the Raiders are going to have first and goal here just into the fourth quarter, 14 minutes left to go, trying to go up two scores.
5: And
2: again, three and a half, that number came down. It was four, and it was bet to Miami side here to get that down to three and a half. Right now, yeah. Boy, with the way that the Dolphins just can't move the ball offensively, you got to like the Raiders Well, here.
6: here's what I'm surprised really right now, too. The Raiders' offensive line is held up. No Richie Incognito, no nope. Denzel Good, and they're pushing Miami up and down the field.
2: Absolutely. That was a hard play. I wish I had made it a smart play, but it's looking like a smart play right now as the Raiders knocking on the door to increase that lead. Come on back. Scores and updates when you come back with us. It's the Green Zone on Decent, the Sports Betting Network. This football season, your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back here alongside Wes Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. It is the Green Zone, and we got scores galore to get to. Let's get right out to Amber Dixon over at South point. And Amber, look, I made. I don't make proclamations often, mm-hmm. but I made a proclamation of 14 nothing that the Raiders were going to come back and win this game. They're making me feel pretty smart right now. What's the latest? Because it looks like the Las Vegas Raiders are just taking over this contest.
4: You must be a fortune teller. Another Raiders <laughs> touchdown, 25-14. The extra point was no good from Daniel Carlson. It was Peyton Barber from the one-yard line up over the pile into the end zone. He played a big part on that drive with a couple big runs and then also Darren Waller with a nice catch for 23 yards. So the offense of the Raiders, it's rolling. We're into the fourth quarter. That third quarter flew by mm-hmm. on the, the MGM app. The over under for how many points would be scored in that quarter was 10 and a half. The Raiders were the only ones to uh, get on the board in the third quarter with that touchdown Hunter Renfro. So the under hits in that one Prop bets, Derek Carr passing yards. He is well over two hundred seventy-four and a half, three hundred one 301 yards the last time I checked. And he now has two touchdown passes, and that hits the over as well.
2: All right, great stuff, Amber. We'll check back with you, but it looks like the fish – I got about 13 right. minutes to try to get back in this thing
6: down. And line. that missed extra point could uh, prove to be uh, meaningful here because yes. now the Dolphins only have 31 yards in the second half. So it's like, do you trust them to go ahead and score here? But uh, as Jacoby Brissett does complete it for a first down to Gesicki, to, uh, but. Twenty five to fourteen right now. Remember this close four in the contest and in some shops around. Minus ten and a half for the Raiders right now, minus 20, 51 and a dollar the in-game total.
2: Okay, so let's see. You're right. That extra point if you had the Dolphins plus three and a half could come into play if the Dolphins can muster up some offense here. They have not been able to do that so far. Really uh, since the first quarter on. So and
6: down 11 in the fourth quarter, you would think that they, they would go, go for, two. for two.
2: That's exactly the thought yeah. process there. So maybe you're not dead if you got the fish plus three and a half. Uh, I do believe we're going to go back out to tank. I'm go out to Eric home very quickly. I'm, I feel bad for Jets fans. Look, we're not trying to poo-poo on the Jets here, right? But every time we go out to Eric, it's normally not good news for the guys in this green.
6: This defense has actually showed some gumption here. They did hold to a field goal here, but... Not getting any better for the green slime.
7: Eric, what do you have for us? Yeah, that's about it right there, fellas. Jets defense doing whatever it can. Like you said, just held them to a field goal. 23-0. Only people watching this one are Broncos fans, the in-game bettors, right? The pregame stuff seems pretty academic at this point. About six and a half minutes to go. Jets trying to do anything they can. Last drive ended on a fourth down incompletion from Zach Wilson. Just the kind of day it's been. Broncos' defense is a story, but Jets' offense now stuck in neutral offensively. Can't get anything done. This one looks like it's going to go under and very much favoring the Broncos at this point.
2: And again, you notice Eric did not say that family members were watching this game.
6: Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, we do have a boat race alert, though, here. The second one in the day, 23 to nothing. Jets trying to avoid that shutout. 121 yards for the Jets, 2.9. Now up to 3.3 because 3, they just got a 20-yard play, so... The offense is progressing here late, but it is and I believe BetMGM did still have live wagering now taking off with that big game. Broncos minus 22.5, so you're ahead by 23, but you got to lay 250 to do that. I don't recommend that. So now the Jets are in Broncos territory, but this game is all but over. And pretty much over. So, we do have a boat race alert in the mile high. I don't know if there's a lot of boats really in the Rocky Mountains there, no. but there certainly is today.
2: I will say this, though. You literally got that hat from Judge Schmaels off the Flying Wasp.
6: I did. It's I did. A great uh, look. Ross, get your foot off the boat.
2: <laughs> I dubbed thee the Flying Wasp. <laughs> Let's go back out to Frank Anrahan. We said that points would happen. Remember, scoreless after one between the Rams and the Bucks in what we believe to be the game of the day and then once the point started here they come and the always open like 7-11 cooper cup did it again frank what are you seeing from this rams offense
8: hey matt stafford guys uh looking pretty sharp 75 yard touchdown throw to deshaun jackson that helps and then he just hooked up with cooper cup for a 10 yard uh, touchdown they've got a 28 14 lead midway through the third quarter let's see if the bucks can rebound they did it when they went down 21-7 but the defense of the Rams, with, with Donald and company, starting to put some pressure on Tom Brady. Uh, so this is a this is a pivotal drive, I think, for the Bucks right now to see if they can stay within a, a, a fighter's uh, punch, so to speak, with uh, with the Rams, whose offense, after that really slow start for both teams, has really revved it up. Stafford's got almost 300 yards throwing, and he's got four touchdown throws. So really good afternoon for Stafford and the Rams. This is a pick 'em game. Starting to uh, create a little bit of space. The total was 55. It was there for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's It may go over, in fact, even after that scoreless first quarter.
6: 61.5 now, by the way, the in-game total. Rams minus 10.5 plus a buck five and two francs point. Stafford 21 to 31 298 four touchdowns 138.2 on the QBR that is absolutely going to get it done as now the uh, box uh looks like the Rams getting them off the field here mm-hmm. Aaron Donald and the boys this defense look they're for real I know they let Chicago kind of run on them a little bit in the first week but this is where the big boys show up and Aaron Donald absolutely showing up here he got a sack on Tom Brady in the first half, and uh, got a tackle for loss there on that screen pass. No fooling Aaron Donald. There's a reason why this dude was the defensive player of the year.
2: And you just had the boat race alert, and Denver just picked off the rookie. So Denver looking like they're going to be poised to pitch a shutout against the JETS just just today. You know, it's interesting because uh, Seattle had that early lead against Minnesota. Let's go back out to Tank Williams now, watching this game closely for us. Tech, can you give a read on what we might be able to expect if you're an in-game wager? Because I'm kind of confused. It feels like every time I want to say Minnesota's primed to finally win their first game, we know what they've done in the first two weeks.
9: I mean, I think we're still trying to figure out both of these teams' identity. Like, after the Seattle Seahawks played the Annapolis Colts, in week one, I was like, okay, the Seattle defense has improved. And you even thought that, you know, through the first half against Tennessee, but now they look like the same old Seahawks defense that we saw last year where they were just getting run through on every, you know, week on a weekly basis by opposing teams. And so it's looking similar to that to where whatever Minnesota wants to do in the passing game, they can't cover these guys man-to-man and they can't stop them in the run game. And so I think this is going to be a, pitiful, pit, a pivotal drive for Minnesota right here. To try to get the ball in the end zone. If they can go up 31-17, this is going to be tough sledding for Seattle trying to make a comeback here because that defense can't stop water right now.
2: Yeah, right now, into the fourth quarter, as you mentioned, Tank, and, and the Vikings prime for more points. But again, just for the Vikings, there's there's certain teams that just feel like they're snake bit. Mm-hmm. So every time it looks like they've got victory, somehow they the, the, the jaws of defeat seem to snatch it away from them. Let's see if KC8 and company can get this done. Third and four right now. This is to Tank's point. Yes, of course, you'd like to get the three and get uh, get the uh, two-possession lead, but boy, 14 feels a whole lot better than 10.
6: Yeah, absolutely, and the fact that your stat advantage in this half, 120 yards for the Vikings, only seven for the wow. Seahawks. You want to finish this off. I mean, you'll take the three, but at seven, you might darn near end the game, even though there's still about 13 and a half minutes to play. By the way, we did have points in Allegiant Stadium. Dolphins have to settle for three. Big sack uh, by Jefferson. Max Crosby with the pressure. That's kind of the story of the game, Dave. For those who have been watching this Dolphins-Raiders game closely, Raiders are better on both sides of the ball yes. and they're on the line. Their offensive line, I mentioned about how good and incognito. Also, Alex Letterwood has been out. So, their offensive line have been pushing them around. Their defensive line, they've got some pass rushers there with Crosby, with Ngakwe, with Carl Nassib. Quentin Jefferson gets credit for that sack. So, now 25-17. to 17. Raiders now minus eight and a half plus a dollar fifty, forty eight and a half on the in game total, nine minutes left to go. So Miami doesn't get inside that number. They have to settle for three, and Minnesota doing the same thing right now. All right, and
2: Minnesota's going to get that three points, So they have that 10 point lead, 27 17 right now, about 13 minutes uh, to go in the fourth quarter. Very quickly to that end about the Raider defense there are coordinators in the league that I believe are cut out to be coordinators. Yeah, and, Gus and, and are difference might be, makers. I think Dan Quinn in Dallas, and you're mm-hmm. seeing the change a little bit. Uh, in that Cowboy defense. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to get better as the year goes on. Gus Bradley's the way he's scheming this up for yeah. the Raiders, you can see it. it's paying dividends through three weeks so far in the season.
6: And it also helps when you scheme it up when your front four can get some pressure, Absolutely. and that's what they are doing. We saw it against the Ravens. I think that's what won them the game, of course. Nassib with that strip on Lamar. Max Grosby had a couple sacks, and look, offensive line play in this league, I think at least league-wide and macro sense, has really declined over the last several years. And you get rushers off the edge and you get pressure, you can give offensive lines a lot of problem in this league, and the Raiders certainly doing just that.
2: No question about it. That's why I always think it's very interesting. You have to look at schemes, and again, not trying to dump on Mike Nolan down there in Dallas, but guys were playing out of position last year. Paul Gunther, the same thing uh, with the Raiders. So this year, when you have guys that seem to fit... They can fit the personnel to their scheme. That's what's happening with Gus Bradley. And so far, uh, to a small degree, with Dan Quinn down in Dallas. Rams looking for the knockout blow against the defending champs. They're inside the Buccaneers. About the 35-yard line of Tampa right now. About four minutes ago in the third quarter. Still a lot of football to be played there. But the Rams with the two-touchdown lead and looking for more. We'll tell you if they can get more points when you come back with us. It is the Green Zone right here on v the Sports Betting Network.
1: Mo Play.
2: today at BetMGM and enjoy the thrill of victory on your very first bet. The King of Sportsbooks welcomes you to showtime with the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 Moneyline wager on any team and if either team scores a touchdown you're going to win $200 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VESEN200 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds specials, and daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to betmgm.com. Use the bonus code VEASAN200 to win $200 in free bets if any team simply scores a touchdown. New customer offer paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. West Reynolds, Dave Ross with you here on the Green Zone. And we did see Miami finally put some offensive points on the board. So for that update, let's go back out to Amber Dixon. She is live from the South Point studio. Amber, signs of life for the Fighting Fish?
4: Well, gosh, there must be a delay on my TV because I still see 25-17, the Raiders. Um,
2: Well, with that field goal, right? They finally got that field goal in the last possession. Last
5: possession.
4: Okay, you're right about that. And so I I was thinking the... um, the Raiders' defense was able to to keep them to just a field goal. Raiders, a quick three and out for them on offense. They then punt the ball uh, 25-17, as I mentioned. So I'm thinking about the total, and I think it closed at 45. Oh, I hate boy. to be one of those people that talks about their bet that they won only after they made it. <laughs> and, and to be fair, I haven't won quite yet. But earlier in the week, uh, I heard that the Sharps were hammering the under in this game because they thought maybe Derek Carr wasn't extremely healthy. They thought that uh, Jacoby Brissett might not be a good backup to come in for Tunga Bailoa. But I got the total at 43.5, so I'm just two points away from it. You guys think I might get it with six minutes and six seconds left?
2: Well, Amber, you might have just gotten a big break because it looked like the Raiders had stopped the fish here. But I think we're going to get a roughing the quarterback call, Amber. And I know you're on a slight delay from us. And yeah. I do believe that's going to extend this drive. So, Amber. Yeah, I-
6: Max Crosby not very happy no. here. At first, I thought it was a holding penalty. And he certainly thought he was held. Roughing but the pass. Jacoby up. Brissett drifts to the left here and just heaves it down the field. Max Crosby hits him after. That is going to be an easy 15 yard penalty there. Ball was well out. Max Crosby hits him right on the back. That's what the Raiders do, even in Las wow. Vegas, whether it's in Los Angeles or Oakland or Las Vegas. Raiders get penalties in bad times. And
2: I think Amber has life for her over because, again, it, they would have had to punt the the football away. You know the Raiders aren't exactly looking for points here. They're looking for time to go off the clock. So six minutes and six seconds to go. They're around midfield here for the and Fish. Again, down to eight. So a lot of things in play here. If you, you back the Raiders' money line like I did, or you gave the three-and-a-half with the Raiders. You're thinking, oh, come on. How do you have that penalty at that situation? Right. You know, obviously, if the and Fish can come down and score... They're going to go for two. That would put the total yeah. over. Again, everything is in play. And right?
6: I like Max Crosby, but really no reason to uh, make that hit there. By the way, Raiders minus seven and a half, even money at BetMGM, 48 and a half, total juice to the under at minus 155. Dolphins now just inside Raiders territory about under six minutes ago. And you
2: got to think they're in four down territory at this point going forward with five and a half to play here. They're actually running the ball here, so it's going to be about a third and one. For the fish, we're going to keep an eye on that, but also we keep an eye on what's going on with the game of the day. Tom Brady trying to get his Bucks back in it. Let's go back out to Frank Hanrahan and Frank. The points are coming, but not as many points as the Bucks wanted on that last drive.
8: Yeah, they came up short. Had uh, had first and goal. Had to settle for a field goal. So. Both teams trading for 31-17. now, about a minute left in the third quarter. So, you know, we're harping on that scoreless first quarter, but we knew the points were coming. Uh, it was a toss-up game, and right now the Rams in control. Thanks to Matt Stafford's uh, fantastic play at quarterback. Four touchdown throws. He had a big 75-yard bomb to Deshaun Jackson. Uh, but, yeah, to your point about that last drive, the Bucks coming up empty. Rob Gronkowski left the game, was checked. And he was he was running a little gingerly on that route when Brady tried to hook up with him on third down. That didn't work out. So Bronkowski's up, but still only a two-touchdown deficit as we head to the fourth quarter, late third quarter, under a minute left with the Rams up by two touchdowns. And that total obviously hanging there at 48 points right now. Still need a little more to get over. But this is what we expected.
6: Frank mentioned that scoreless first quarter, 27 points and counting, probably going to end the third quarter before we get any more points. But right now the end game total, 63 and a half, slightly juicy under at minus 120 at BetMGM. Rams minus 12 and a half and do have a fresh set of downs.
2: You know, we had a boat race situation. You had a great hat on, and I don't think anything's changed from no. that situation. We're going to go back out one more time to Eric Edholm. Eric, let's put a bow on this. I know it's not done officially, but it is done officially, right?
7: Pretty much. Jets have one timeout left. It's 23 zip that they're trailing right now to the Broncos, just under the two-minute warning. So pretty much academic at this point. No huge performances for the Broncos offensively. Tim Patrick, a nice day. Bridgewater, another effective day. But really, as we've said all along, the defense, give it a hard time to Zach Wilson and the Jets. Jets are going to finish up with about 135 yards of offense, less than 10 first downs, five sacks. It hasn't been pretty. So it's looking like the first Denver shutout since 2017, which was 23-0 to the Jets. So we're going to have a little uh, synchronicity here today, it appears barring something crazy happening in the uh, last moment or so.
2: Deja vu all over again. Again, follow Eric Edholm as I do at Eric underscore Edholm. Does great work for Yahoo Sports. And why are
6: the Jets taking timeouts here down 23 nothing? And I like Robert Sala, but... I don't know if this is a pride thing or if it's like, okay, we want to get more reps. It's third and three Denver at the Jets' 11-yard line now. Mm. Third timeout taken at the 151 mark. So not sure what he's doing here, uh, but 23-nothing. This game is essentially over. We'll see if uh, Denver, all of a sudden, they say, okay, you want to take timeouts? We're going to attack another on. Uh, but meanwhile, let's go to Allegiant Stadium. Big measurement Whoa. here. Dolphins do go for it. Fourth and one. And he is going to be ruled it. short. He's a couple chain links short, so Raiders are going to take over. First and 10 at their own 43, 25-17. Derek Carr and the offense coming back on the field. By the way, Dolphins do have three timeouts left. Raiders with none, but they don't want the clock to stop. No. So Dolphins uh, probably going to have to make their stand right here. Jacoby Brissett tried to run up the middle, and usually a very good quarterback sneaker, by the way. I saw it in Indianapolis, also in New England. Don't
2: like the call. Yeah. I he, like he, the goal the, line. They're, don't they're, they're the this quarterback scenario.
6: sneak. Maybe only Tom Brady can do it.
2: Well, see, again, I don't mind it around the goal line. Again, if you know who your quarterback is, but I see this happen all the time yeah. in fourth and short, fourth and one, what have you, I just, just kind of outside of the context of the goal line. And it does, yes, it, percentage-wise, it should work. I understand well. that. But when it doesn't work, I go, that's the best play you could call?
6: Well, I mean, look, you know how coaches are. They're going to challenge this offensive line. It's like, okay, this, Give guy me a was, yard. this guy was a very good quarterback sneaker in Indianapolis when he was the starter and usually was able to get that first down, whether it was near the goal line or any part of the field. Wasn't able to do so there, and that's what I go back to. Raiders have won this at the line of scrimmage yes. on both sides of the ball. So that's who absolutely deserves credit for this victory.
2: Uh, very quickly, to your point about taking the timeouts for Robert Sala and the Jets. So now the Broncos have a fourth down. There's a minute and a half, and the clock is ticking. The Jets are out of timeouts. Do you kick the field goal? You're at the, jet, the, the 13-yard line. It's a chippy field goal. So to the point that you made, if the Jets haven't quit, should the Broncos quit?
6: Hey, you know, you're kind of seeing that right now. I think it was in the Arizona-Oregon game Mm -hmm. last night because I was like, Oregon is another team that doesn't take knees. Nobody takes knees at the end of college games anymore. But Arizona was still taking timeouts and trying to kick a field goal. I think they were down like 23, trying to make it 20. Like in the final minute, Oregon kept running plays. So uh, now it looks like Denver, I do believe. I think they might have gotten that first down anyway. Well, uh, fourth and nine, so they took the penalty. I think they they, they let
2: the clock run out. Um, Again, this is an interesting... Like, what's the unwritten rule here of football? So Robert Mm -hmm. Sala's taking timeouts. So is Vic Fangio not supposed to try? Because Robert Sala's still trying. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's kind of like, all right, if you're not calling timeouts, we're just going to take these. We all go home. It's 23-0. It's not going to affect any total, right? We, We know that. But Sala's making a point to his team that now we're not quitting I just wonder. Yes, guess what? Vic Fangio is going to kick a field goal,
6: and they're going to send McManus out there to get him to go four for four. This would make it twenty-six to nothing. So, you know, I'm, Vic Fangio's not running it up here, I think, no, in that field goal. Out, yeah you call timeouts, right? You
2: call timeouts. That out. field
6: goal is, by the way, good. So now 26 nothing. about a minute four left to go. Actually, a, just a minute solid left to go in the entire game. So Jets going to get one more crack, see if they can get points. I don't think it's probably going to happen for them, though.
2: No, and again, this is just kind of semantics. We understand that, but some people are going to say, well, why don't you just... You know, running into the line on fourth down, you're at the 10-yard line, the game's over. Why kick the field goal? I think it's now Vic Fangio saying, okay, if you're going to keep playing, we're going to keep playing. We'll mm-hmm. play whatever rules you want to play by. You want to quit? Then we'll take a knee. Yes. But if you're going to call timeouts, we're going to keep scoring points. That's what the Broncos just did. I remember Greg Ciano did this when he was the head coach at Tampa Bay. They had ruffle feathers. You know, he wouldn't quit. That sort of thing. And the other guys, hey, you're a pro. This isn't college. Very interesting scenario there. Hey, Bucks trying to get back in this thing. We'll see if they can do it. And the Vikings still leading the Seahawks. Come on back. It's the Green Zone right here on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network.
0: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
1: MoPlay. play